This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, May 3rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's state lines. Prop 1 tensions rise. $6 billion tax cut. Dems focus on ag labor exemptions. And EPA filling out science advisors. Democrats raise suspicions over Prop 1 water storage money. The $3 billion drought relief package proposed by Senate Democrats and the legislature stoked fears last week of a money grab for Prop 1 dollars that voters approved for water storage. The drought plan has no policy proposals for the water bond money other than encouraging the Water Commission to reallocate unspent dollars, something the commission is already in the process of reviewing. The document does, however, say the projects should be sustainable without detailing what that would mean. This was enough to trigger an angry response from Republican Senator Brian Dolly of Lassen County during a budget subcommittee hearing. In Prop 1, Republicans negotiated in that bill it was going to be for storage, said Dolly. I don't want to see those funds diverted off. Subcommittee Chair Bob Wachowski of Fremont explained that the provision, quote, just a suggestion, it's not a budget item. Remember, the Temperance Flat Authority handed $145 million back to the commission after officials were unable to gather enough matching funds to move forward with the reservoir proposal. Voters approved the Prop 1 funding in 2014 specifically for surface water storage. The commission plans to reallocate those funds to other storage projects in the same region. $6 billion tax cut for small businesses has limits. Governor Gavin Newsom last week signed a tax relief bill that allows small businesses to deduct expenses paid through the Paycheck Protection Program or disaster funds. The administration estimates the tax cut will add up to $6.2 billion. The way the relief is structured, however, means many essential sectors will not be eligible because they have been operating through the pandemic, according to California Citrus Mutual. Booker calls for massive conservation spending and return to the food box program. Cory Booker, a New Jersey Democrat who's one of the Senate Agriculture Committee's newest members, is jumping into a range of farm policy issues, including pushing for as much as $20 billion a year in new conservation spending to be part of an upcoming climate and infrastructure package. Booker, one of three African-American senators, also told members of the North American Agriculture Journalist on Friday that he wants to bring back something like the Trump administration's Farmers to Families Food Box program as a way of addressing nutrition problems in the inner city. Booker said he will be working to include new provisions for minority farmers in the next Farm Bill. Booker is the lead sponsor of the Justice for Black Farmers Act, which would, among other things, authorize land grants of up to 160 acres to existing and aspiring African-American farmers. You can read our full report at Acropulse.com. Five white farmers are suing USDA over debt relief plan. Five white farmers are claiming the $4 billion debt forgiveness program being implemented by USDA is unconstitutional in a lawsuit filed in a federal court in Wisconsin. 
The debt forgiveness plan offers 120% relief for direct and guaranteed loans held by socially disadvantaged farmers, including black African-American, American Indian or Alaskan Native, Hispanic or Latino, and Asian American or Pacific Islander. The additional 20% is to be used to pay off taxes farmers would owe in the debt relief payments. The lawsuit is at least the second to be filed, alleging constitutional problems with the program. Texas Ag Commissioner Sid Miller filed a class action lawsuit in Texas earlier in the week. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Democrats focus on ag labor exemptions. Agriculture's exemption from federal wage and overtime standards is getting attention through the racial equality lens. The exemption doesn't appear to be under serious threat this year from legislative action. But today, a House Education and Labor Subcommittee is holding a hearing with its title From Excluded to Essential, tracing the racist exclusion of farm workers, domestic workers, and tipped workers from the Fair Labor Standards Act. The witnesses will include a representative of the United Farm Workers. Paul DeCamp, a former administrator of the Labor Department's Wage and Hour Division during the George W. Bush administration, says he'll tell the House panel that ending the exemption would increase farm labor costs and place American farmers at a competitive disadvantage relative to non-U.S. farmers whose workforces are not subject to overtime costs. Keep in mind, an immigration bill that was introduced in February is in line with President Biden's policy proposals would eliminate the ag exemption for all but family members. Top Democrat. Tax riders must keep ag in mind. Farm groups are raising alarms about President Biden's tax proposals on inherited assets. But Senate Majority Whip Dick Durbin, Illinois Democrat, says in this week's AgriPulse open mic interview that the tax policy debate is far from over and that lawmakers need to take into account the impact any proposals would have on agriculture. We have made concessions in the past when it came to federal estate taxes. I think we ought to be looking at the reality of the impact of any tax changes on families and plans they've made over generations, he said. Now keep in mind, the president wants to start taxing all capital gains at death with a $1 million per person exclusion plus an exemption for family farms as long as they stay in operation. At our AgriPulse Washington Weekend Review interview, agriculture tax specialist Paul Neifer stresses that even with the exemption, there could still be a heavy tax bill for the heirs to pay when any farm property is sold. EPA filling out science advisors. Today is the deadline for nomination to EPA Science Advisory Board, which the agency is revamping to continue to allow membership by researchers who have received EPA grants. A federal court last year said that EPA did not provide a reasoned explanation for its 2017 restrictions on that class of members, and EPA did not appeal. SAB members can serve on standing committees that include the Agricultural Science Committee and Climate Science Committee. Here's today's He Said It. As somebody who is a farmer, I've not seen a drier year in my lifetime this early on. That's Senator Brian Dolly. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, May 3rd. 
For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.